bass. This is the Views from the Seven Podcast. Bonus. y'all this is the views from the seven podcast bonus episode this is your guy spence i'm joined with my homeboy skinny yeah yeah ivan what's good and what's happening before we get into the show fellas where can they find y'all at uh you can find the podcast pages on twitter at views from the seven on instagram at views from the underscore seven and on facebook at views from the seven you can follow me on twitter at just call me spence that's j-u-s call me spence fellas where can they find y'all at you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Young Al Bundy, Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. You can also find us on uh, YouTube at View Seven Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Code Seven, the Popular Misfits. Everybody, man, support those shows. Um, oh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Skinny Junior Seven Seven Seven. You can find me on Views from the Four Plus Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, man. What's up, man? How y'all feeling, man? Good, man. Oh, man. Good. Man, yeah, yeah, I'm tired yeah. of the motherfucker, man. We went out, man. We was doing our shit, man. Juneteenth. Um, I have still not recovered. Boy. Uh, Yeah. It's a celebration. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit. Boy, my feet was on fucking fire by the time I got home last night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I had to get up and wash my sheets last night because I did not take a bath. <laughs> Charles Leeway played me. <laughs> <laughs> Thought the homie was going to talk to me. Oh, uh, no, nah, that's out. Yeah, that's oh, out. Hey. <laughs> 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 oh, <dear>. Um. <laughs> So, today is a bonus episode, man, for everybody. She's going to be someone that's so familiar with not only your childhood, but growing up. Um, we have Miss Callie Troy, the voice of Cedar's World, the queen of voiceovers. Whatever the fuck you want to call her, the queen. That's what we call yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, y'all got any expectations? No, I just want to see if she is as hood in person as she is with that mm. Yeah, I just want to see how, uh, you know, Tita as a character came to be. That's mm. it. She's not. Uh, yeah, I've been. How y'all make Tita my height? <laughs> <laughs> she probably is my height in real life. Oh, she probably man. is my height in real life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, man, without further ado. I sure wanted to see if her shape matched. Tita <laughs> had a hell of a shape. She did. That was a good cartoon for her. <laughs> wow. Oh, bet. Good afternoon. Miss Callie Troy, how you doing? Please do not ever, 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 <laughs> ever call me that. I don't know why people feel so comfortable Kitty using Kaboom. my God, given my cut, my government. 
But I'm sorry. I just ruined that. Let's do that again. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I didn't want to call. I didn't want so to call you like, Miss Cedar, what up? Kitty, Kitty Kaboom. My name is Kitty. So. I got you. I got you. Miss Kitty Kaboom, how are you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm well. We're tired. Um, Juneteenth was a hell of a day last night. Was um, a hell of a day, right? Yeah. So we're all like, we're still recovering. It's a great. It was a great fucking day. I'm so glad. <laughs> did you turn up for? Uh, Where did, what did you do? Uh, we went to a couple um, get-togethers uh, at the park. Like one or two, but we got in real late. Real where, late. Where you? Where do you stay at? Las Vegas. Oh, okay, you got a little L.A. accent. That's how I act. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, see, nah, we ain't. I'm like, oh, y'all going to parks now? <laughs> <laughs> you getting in your car? You know that is LA all day, baby. What's up, little mama? How you how you feel, oh, little mama? Forty. Um, how was yours? What did you do anything? Man, did I? I covered it for Afterbus, so I really lucked up. Normally, Afterbus TV because you know it's all a non-paid situation. It's really like a free school that we're able to um facilitate and take advantage of usually we have to get another after bus host to be our camera person so we can work together learn yeah. and all that good shit um and yeah you know nobody was available this was like um not answering or just because we haven't been in the studio forever so anyway i was scrambling and the point is that they allowed me to use this um which we call it this their uh what am i trying to say their equipment yeah but i didn't have anybody to do it with me so i called up a friend of mine this cat that works at e entertainment actually he freelances for everybody like he just showed me a video of him and snoop he works for ice cube he just does a lot of big things is my point and he hooked me up he came through he did the camera work for me i did stand up mm. i did three interviews we got hella b-roll um, it just was an awesome ass day, and just to have somebody that is on their shit—a professional black man holding me down—that's what's you up. know. And all he asked in return is that I take him to dinner. So we had a dope ass dinner after all that shit, and um, mm. yeah, and I came home and blew one and felt I had, I had an amazing day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what part of the country are you in? L.A. Baby, oh, okay, okay. it was at Lamert Park. Okay, okay. Uh. Is, is is Juneteenth a big holiday in LA or is it is it new there as it as it is in Vegas? I mean, it's never new to us, feel me, but the fact that the world is quote unquote celebrating, you know, I use that word gingerly because it's all pomp and circumstance at this point. Everybody just jumping on a bandwagon to yeah. you know, all these hollow promises. I don't know if y'all saw this. I'm sorry, I digress. Y'all know I'm a, a bit of an ADD, grown up ADD bitch. So real quick, I got to tell you. <laughs> Do your thing. I apologize. I digress, but it's a good one. So check it. So, you know, I know y'all seeing all these companies and corporations and even individuals. I love it. That one video had me dead. The fucking white one person after the other, these white folks looking into the camera, all actors, mind you. So, of course, it's acting. Talk about, I hear your cries. Or, I understand. I get it now. And all this nonsense. I'm like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, boy, they are doing things. 
<laughs> so the other day I saw a post on IG of this white boy. He was like, okay, so exactly what is my motivation? He's looking off camera, obviously. And he's like, okay, so yeah. So just basically, yeah, like kind of feel it out, right? So yes, I'm, 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 re I'm remorseful. I feel bad. Okay. All right. Give me a second. Let me channel that. Okay. Okay. I'm into it. <sighs> he took a deep breath, literally conjured up tears, looked directly into the camera and was like, I understand. I too am a wow. white man that needs to do better. I say you better motherfucking work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all them out, baby. Uh. Make fun of them. Make light of it. All that. I want to see all that. Recognition yeah. is a beautiful thing. He's fucking fake phony. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> to answer your question. Yeah, it's the first time that this country has acknowledged it in this great of a uh arena i guess you know this is the first time that we've ever heard word a bit outside of our own community yeah. and having everyone quote unquote cheer us on and all that shit but you know there's a lot of sheeple out there a lot of people that just want to be sheep and down with the cool kids and say the right thing and all that all nonsense yeah, yeah. so mm. we take it all with a grain of salt booski because we're gonna celebrate regardless <laughs> y'all ain't gotta come we ain't invite y'all bitch asses to the barbecue anyway there go cedar <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You ain't got to come. We don't need your ass to celebrate us. But you know, if you want to come through, I guess we can be big-hearted or whatever. Don't yeah. have a seat. <laughs> so you don't feel like any of that was genuine. None of those people that you not even that not even that. Not none of them. I can't wipe them all off as being ingenuous because I don't know them personally, and I don't. But my assumption would be a great deal of them are literally just hollow you know, commitments and mm. it, everything will take this turn that it's supposed to in time. Like everything else, you know what I mean? Everything, wounds heal over time. People develop habits and not, here's my favorite shit. Another, yet another IG. I'm good for that. Like quote IG, like that shit is gospel. But um, <laughs> I saw this dope ass post that basically said, cause I used to be, I, my mantra used to be, I don't listen to your words. I watch your actions. Mm. But as of late, they, they evolved even that. And it's so much more paramount. I don't listen to your words. I guess I watch your actions, but I'm really paying attention to your habits because actions can even be temporary, right? Like yeah, if I know absolutely. I'm pissing you off, I'm going to put myself in a good space where I'm not pissing you off anymore if I give a fuck about what you think about me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about a year from now. Are you still practicing that yeah. same behavior? Mm -hmm. You know, are you still utilizing the same rhetoric or whatever? So only time will tell. I'm looking forward to seeing what these folks do. The NFL can suck all the dicks. They're full mm -hmm. of shit. Yeah. I know that for sure. They can suck every dick, every <laughs> well, ass. Not mine, not mine. Well, whoever is down for it, get in line, okay? Let them drop to one knee. How about that? How about that? Yeah, well, we a fuck the NFL, but I don't want to suck one. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm just that. saying that per, that specific uh, corporation, I don't believe them. I think that their yeah. shit is completely hollow. So again, I, I mean, it just you know, it's. It, it, what have they done prior to this movement um, that would show that they that mm. they that yeah. they literally uh, what's the word genuinely stand yeah. in solidarity? Everything like, have is you reactive. Ever, yeah, of course, it's reactive without question. And again, it's sheeple shit. You know, there's no way that the NFL, the fucking any corporation would be doing any of these things if it was not the cool thing yeah. to do. If, if you know, J-Lo hadn't decided to walk with Homeboy in L.A. marches, would, you know, this Latino community have stepped up? Well, mm. that's not fair to say. Brown people are 
you know, going through the same shit. So I won't put in no brown people. I won't do that. But you know what I'm saying? It's it's, yeah. it's the cool kids. Everybody going to be down with the cool kids. Yeah. Mm. So you know, who knows if they tell them the truth or not? It could all be nonsense, and I would not be the least bit surprised. But ask me in a year from now. You feel me? That's like what I feel. <laughs> yeah, intent yeah. is everything. Oh my god, I'm so sick of intention. That word. It's beautiful, but not like it's kind of bittersweet to, sweet to me. Because okay. wait, is there a woman on board here with me? Can I get a no? It's a you. Female? You the you the you the queen. Is this me? Yeah, you see you. Ooh, so much testosterone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just say this: as women, and okay. I know this is true. I'm speaking not only from experience, but having spoken to many women over the years, especially black women, but women in general, we do a lot of like falling in love with potential. We love that shit. So intent and potential to me are. Are, um on the same page like they are literally interchangeable yeah. because what we see in men is what we want to believe that they can accomplish they can be so let's say that i've accomplished you know i got my mba and i've lived in paris for three years and i've you know traveled the world and been a part of this organization whatever accolades you know might be impressive to some i've i've conquered this shit right like i'm this person and then i meet this cat and he you know he picks up trash for a living nothing wrong with that very honorable get your ass up every day punch a clock get a check i ain't got it well, uh, no, there's no sarcasm. No, I'm you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit a wound, man. <laughs> you sure you hit a personal Bruh. note? Keep going, though. You cook it. I like it. Keep going. I'm just saying, there's no, I promise you, no sarcasm here. That is an honorable job, but at the same time, is that person equally yoked to the person that has accomplished all this other shit? Do you know what I mean? Like, you got to think about it in terms of that. Because we love to be like, oh, girl, but he's fine. And he dick me down. And he, you mm. know, he go to church. Mm. And he love his mama. All that is amazing. And those are the traits that should matter. But at the end of the day, you are literally in first class every time you fly. And he can barely afford the plane ticket. And he all mm. the way in the back. Broke you know what I'm saying? Trash he, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying you have to be equally yoked. We have to look for people that are of our caliber with more than just, you know, the outside shit. Yeah. You got to have that Can't inside shit. shit y'all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, hey, man, look, I ain't got no chips out here, man. Oh, I got a, oh man, it's hard out here for a Spence. <laughs> I got to find another job now, man. She didn't tell me, like, y'all stupid. Y'all stupid as fuck. Hey, I'm clocking in the ball, like, man, fuck this shit, oh, man. man. Fuck this job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, oh, we appreciate the comedy. Oh, we appreciate you so much. You have no idea right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just saying, yo, that's what it is for me. Hey, fuck y'all, man. You want to talk to your broke ass nigga? Shut up. That's not even it, bro. Like, that's oh, what I'm man. saying to you. If I'm accomplished financially, I just, you God. know, I ain't mad at the broke ass nigga. I'm sure he's a good cat. <laughs> But, you know what I'm saying? They gotta make sense, right? Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> I'm gotta make all sense. the garbage tomorrow. Y'all gotta be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, ask you your question, man. We gotta get off this shit, man. This shit hurt. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, um, where did, where did you get your start? 
Um, I would have to say that Cedar was probably my big break, so to yeah. speak. I had done some a few other things before then, but nothing hardly of that caliber. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, I started working with BET. That was a beautiful thing. That's one of my favorite stories because it was literally Divinity that brought me there. I walked in on the day that they happened to be looking for a host for the show yeah. and the producer that they'd already given her to go ahead to look for people. Um, she and I went to school together. We finished up. We, we got our degrees from UDC, University mm-hmm. of the District of Columbia. Mm. And um, so, yeah, we already had a rapport. We already knew each other. And she thought I'd be dope for the gig. So I auditioned literally on the spot on that day that I walked in there. She walked me into like three different producers' offices. And then I ended up at uh, Stephen Hill's office, who used to be the VP of, um, of music programming. And literally from that moment, like they hired me that day. So it was a beautiful thing. You mm, know? Okay. So. The, the character yeah. of Cedar was already developed before and you just came in and added the voice too, or were you involved with the development as far as appearance and things like that with Cedar? Right. No, I had nothing to do with the development, the right. I mean, the, um, the illustrations had already been drawn. Okay. They had an idea as to what they wanted, but it wasn't all the way fleshed out. So I'd mm-hmm. like to think that I contributed to how that route went, but I most certainly had nothing to do with like, as a matter of fact, the young lady that drew her name is Sita, but she spells it with an S. Okay. Um, Sita. Yeah. Sita said, damn, I got to find out. I forget Cita's her last name. Got it. Sita <laughs> <Cita's a> damn. <laughs> no, I can't remember that name. I feel terrible. Oh, it's something like goodness. Sadiq or something like that. And some, and, and uh, yeah, so, so yeah, she drew it. BT liked it. They had an idea as, I said, but they didn't mm. really know where they wanted to go with it mm. completely. So, again, I'd like to think I had something to do with that, but no, I didn't develop her or anything. I can't take credit for that. So, and, and just for the record, bro, this was green screen and virtual reality. So, yeah. don't try to just minimize my shit to just voiceover, okay? That okay. was all me. Okay, okay. okay. So, the yeah, movements and all that was you? Black was you? suit on. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. all the shit hooked up to oh. the machine. So, it's not it's not virtual ass. It's so the real thing. On, okay. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh. You know. Damn. That's what it was. Oh, that was me. her shake. Yes. So you say. Yes. <laughs> God bless you. You say Cedar was your 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 first big thing. What what small things did you do before that? Um, I did like little voiceover situations for school um, at UDC, you know, yeah. I headed up the because, um, you know, we had been down for so many years in terms of like the yearbook and the newspaper. I took over those things. I had my own little show at UDC radio, shit like that. Nothing, you know, major, nothing that I can honestly say, you know, took me to any specific quote unquote level. Mm. But um. Yeah, I mean, I still had to work. I still did shit. You know, I still had experience. So okay, that was dope. a blessing to be able to at least say that I'd done it to some degree. Super dope. So how much how much of Caesar's personality was your actual personality versus how much of it was we're looking for the stereotypical black woman? <laughs> I like how you just slid that in there, brother. Um, excuse you, but who said she was stereotypical? Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. That, that, I'm sorry. That, that, that to me, that to, that to me is the... that, that to me is the, uh, the the caricature of black women that you always see portrayed. Um, always, ev- everywhere, always, yeah. Careful, careful, bro. Always. always and never. Those are those are hard words to back up from. I'm just trying to help a brother the, out. The, the majority next the, argument with your girl. The, ve- not the, to say the vast, ma- I won't say always. Always is is pretty much absolute, but the vast majority of the time, that seems uh-huh. to be the stereotype. 
Um, I think it was for a long time. I don't know that it still exists in that um, in that uh, space, especially now with all these progressive white people, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I my personality, as you can hear, is a lot of Cedar's personality in terms of like energy. And, we love it, you know. Yeah, thank you, my love. And like gregariousness, this is always going to be me. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I'm always hype AF. I think that that's just, I, you know, I have to work at being calm. <laughs> that's my trick. I have to, you know, find that balance so a lot AF. more often than not. But uh, yeah, I mean, bringing her, listen, the person that, that I created in my mind to be Sita is all based on past relationships that I've had with other young ladies you know what i mean like a lot of my girlfriends in dc mm. you know we had that click shit going growing up you already know so like it was maybe six of us total and so she was more of like an amalgamation of all of these girls we all grew up at home i mean you know in a district we all you know what I'm saying none of us was from maryland or virginia <laughs> we took great pride in that that we was from the dc area or whatever and um you know we just did our thing and Delicious, it was man. just really easy like little catchphrases and certain things that we used to say say and like you know popping our the roof of your mouth or your tongue or whatever you want to call it, popping your lips. Um, All of that just came naturally because, well, they asked me to do ghetto. I'm not going to front. The whole thing was, you know, Mm -hmm. can you like conjure up like a a ghetto character? And at that time, the word was not necessarily Mm -hmm. taboo, so I didn't get offended. And I was like, I don't know, that's how you get a job, but I guess, I mean, okay. And yeah, yeah, I just created something that um, I had seen many times over. So you, so you was about to try to slander me, but you really, you really were, you really did create a, a ghetto character. I said what word they used, bruh, not me. I didn't call her ghetto. They said, "Can you do a ghetto impression or accent or whatever the case?" And, you t- and, and you, I was like, well, I you, made ca- you, you made a caricature based on you and your homegirls. So would you say you and your homegirls was ghetto, if that's the case? Then? We can get that. I, I think everybody, everybody, everybody. Ooh, you sound like <laughs> Wale. God damn, you from D.C. Already Booski, already. I told you that from jump. Um, yeah, I, I think everybody. That, well, I've met some white, some black folks that probably can't even pull that out their ass because they just haven't been exposed to it. Okay. You know, uh, like my son is one of them. He is the yo. I be calling my baby Brad, y'all. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> my baby, this nigga pledged a white fraternity. Oh, no. Mm. Yes, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to don't ask me motherfucking questions. <laughs> don't. Look, we not even. Some with Lambda in it? it got, don't tell me it got Ooh, Lambda in it. I don't know anything about them except they white. Okay? Uh. And I don't do any research. I don't want to know. I don't, because if I uncover some shit, we're going to have a problem. So I just, you know, I just try to keep it moving. My point is, I love my baby. He's dope as fuck. He's a great human being. And I mean that unbiasedly. Like I tell him all the time, even if you weren't my kid, I want you to be my friend. He's a really good human being. But yeah, that's what he gravitates towards. So that nigga walk around in like Birkenstocks and shit. He's mm, mm. he's a different kind of cat. But um, you gotta respect it because anytime you know what I do love about him, and this I believe it's a lot of his generation that kind of does this pushback. He's not disrespectful in any way. Mm. But like, let's say you know, like, like he wears nail polish on his toes, shit, just things that just don't 
that I'd be like, hmm? So the last time I saw him and I had one of those like incredulous looks on my face, super judgy, he was like, what's going on, Ma? You don't like the nail polish? I get that. You know, you're from a different generation. I understand that you might have an issue with it. But just so you know, my girlfriend painted my toes. We were chilling. We were having a good time. I'm not gay. That's not my aversion. Wouldn't be anything wrong with it if I were, but I'm not. But if you want to talk about it, if you have an issue with it, like we can discuss it. I thought that shit was so fucking mature yeah. and just mm. you think, know what i mean like yeah i think snoop Dogg's son is doing like the uh something like that like he's modeling yeah, his like, woman clothes and makeup and stuff right bruh now. bruh that generation <laughs> is very what are the what's the word uh or i should say y'all's generation is very no 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 Fuck out of here. You are not 36. Yeah. 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 Are you yeah. really? Yes, ma'am. 31. Okay. Then I apologize. I made an assumption. I apologize. <laughs> the younger generation, right? Yeah. The, the the millennials and all them, or whatever they are, Gen X's, Z's, whatever the fuck. They, yeah, they're very like fluid. That's yeah. their word, right? Yeah. Like there's no, you can't just say you're only a man. They get down like that. Yeah. Will Smith's son, remember he made <laughs> all them headlines wearing skirts yeah. and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know if he's like come out full on to say he's gay because I heard that um, <laughs> him and, you know, Tyler the Creator oh, are um, bumping uglies. But I mean, yeah, that was another, that was another rumor. That they put out right. There. I mean, I don't. I don't think he substantiated it. Like, yeah. I don't think he's come out and said one way or another. But at the end of the day, he ain't denied that shit. You know? Yeah, they so, standing in their shit. That's how about it? And they, it. exactly, and they stand in it, and they stand not even, not even defiantly. More like this is just kind of who I am. This is a natural yeah. progression of life. If you have an issue with it, we can have a discussion. But I'm not gonna be offended by anything that you do, and I personally don't think that you should spend time being offended by anything I do. Yeah. And that shit is fucking dope if you think about it. Like, just think how mad or defensive you would be, you know, if somebody came for you based on whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you only rock Jordans, and niggas is like, that's just kind of stereotypical and ghetto, don't you think? Like, mm. why are you contributing mm. to that? And the then you jabs. was like, what the fuck? Mm. Fuck you talking about these Jordans? Mm. Stay, you know, these right, are classics, niggas. Talk to them. Mm. Right. Talk to the bus like, drivers now. <laughs> that ain't fair. <laughs> yeah, so does he, does he like, does your son take pride in like your career? Because you have a legendary character. You, you have a legendary character. Legendary. So. Well, thank you. If I, I was, if, if, if my mom's played Cedar or was on the boondocks. <laughs> Niggas got problems around here. <laughs> you stupid. Those are my Jordans. No, 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 Those no. are he's my super, Jordans. You. I mean, he's proud. You know what I'm saying? But he don't really flex like that. He's not that kid. He don't oh, really. Oh, man, shit, man. Yeah, no, not at all. You know what's crazy? The irony of you asking me that, bro, is that I keep trying to delve into the video game world please cross your fingers for me or just pray for god's will because i'm up for this game that i really want to oh, be down shit. with okay. yeah i really want to get involved in this video game he wants to make me the announcer instead of like one of the characters yeah. i would be like the kind of i guess narrator for all the oh, other characters shit. 
which is even bigger, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm super excited about it. My point is I've been trying for years to break into that shit because my son is addicted to video games. Like that's mm. his shit. Yeah. So to be able to tell somebody, oh yeah, you, or tell him that I booked the video game and then he can like play my character. Oh, MJ. Yeah. like that sends me to the moon. So it ain't even about like how proud he is of me. I would be yeah. sick if he, if, he would say to me, I'm, I, you know, I would, I decided to choose your character when I played the game. Mm. The other, like oh, to no, me, really. that's the biggest accolade ever. Yeah. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how we used to get, our parents used to shit on us for sitting on the couch playing video games all day long. And now kids are making more than we ever have by sitting on the couch playing video games yeah. all day long. Absolutely. I mean, real talk. It is a profession, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Just like you say, for that to have come full circle and motherfuckers actually making a coin off of that shit is like yeah. mind blowing. So, so yeah, I, I get that. So with everything uh, you've done, do you did you receive a lot of pushback for um, Cedar, and do you get pushback or overlooked now because of this? Of Cedar in the quote unquote stereotypical narratives that people put out there? Um, so, the answer to the second half of your question, I guess I would need some clarity. Like, do you mean by the masses, like by the general public, or by like organizations that Just, I might like su submit myself or something? Yeah, like um, when you try to, you know, when you doing roles or when you say uh, you're trying to get, you know, the voice of a video game, do. Right. Do these um, big companies or big producers typecast you because of that character? You know what's crazy? And I have to say, people are more uh, judgy or more, um, they have a greater opinion about what the narrative is behind Sita and what she uh, portrayed and, you know, how this could be a, a bad thing for the black community than any producer, casting director, anybody in that business ever had to me. I've never, and let me just tell you something. I was able to sign like literally less than a month after Cedar's uh, World got canceled, we were, they moved us from D.C. to New York and then from New York to L.A. And after being here literally three months, they canceled the show. So a bitch had to figure some shit out. Right. Mm -hmm. So the blessing was I had made some friends. I, you know, created some reports. And so I was able to be walked in um, to Abrams Artist Agency, which is pretty much as big as like a CAA or, you know, it's a big, they're a big deal. Um, I got walked in and I, they were like, well, what have you done? And we showed them a clip from Cedar and they were like, I think I heard of this. I'm not sure. You know, white folks, they, I think <laughs> this might have crossed my desk at one point. What is a wave exactly? um, but the point is that they signed me based on that. I've mm. never had an organization yet because at the end of the day, all they give a fuck about is money as you both, we true. all know that yeah, the bottom yeah. line yeah, is money. Dollar. So if this looks like this could be profitable for them, they wouldn't give a fuck if I was sitting on the stage with my thumb up my ass if they got a thousand and one likes from that thumb up my ass one video and you know my legacy quote-unquote says that i've been profitable or successful in this arena then that's all they care about mm. the content is unless it was like ridiculously offensive like a niche you know there's some comedians that only do like raunchy ass humor yeah. or you know some character actors that only take roles that you know make them kind of quirky or kind of offbeat or whatever you know um like a like a uh what's that bama's name that uh the wife the accused Panama. him of um abuse and then she johnny depp 
Yeah, yeah, all right? whooping, whooping Johnny, Johnny Depp's Depp ass is, and shit. Well, he's a dope-ass actor, let's yeah, be clear. Like, absolutely. the motherfucker is talented as hell. But for the most part, because he's talented, he's able to cherry-pick which roles he wants to be involved in. Yep. And nine times out of ten, those roles are quirky, weirdo, offbeat kind of things. I mean, he's yeah. the lead, you know what I'm saying? So he get that coin, yeah. but he's been able to make a career off of being a little weirdo, yeah. but not an offensive weirdo. So he, if he's making money for the biz, for the, for the quote-unquote culture... Um, of entertainment, let's be clear, then they're gonna sign you regardless. Mm. So, to answer your question, I'm sorry that was very long winded. No, it's all good. Say, yeah, they, most of us are the only pushback that I've ever gotten. I've never had a person be like, Well, what is this? Well, why did she talk? Plus, they don't understand it any month. I mean, think about it. this wife, or they can't relate to what I'm saying, or you not shouldn't say that content they probably could, but like how I'm saying it, that's not a relatable image for them, yeah. but they know that she's. A big deal yeah. or was a big deal so they will go based on that that's all they care about is to be able to profit from it. yeah yeah with, with everything with everything being online now i can't think mm -hmm. of a, per, a more perfect time than to bring cedar back has there been talks of a, re, a reboot we literally have been discussing a reboot for seven count them seven years wow mm. It has taken that long for us to get all of our ducks in a row, to uh, own the likeness and the name again, to hire people that we feel are of the caliber to bring her back to fruition. Yeah. I mean, it's just a process. And then you got to think Hollywood is very hurry up and wait. So they tell you, you know what I'm saying, get this together and make sure you get your numbers and talk to this person. And, you know, you got to think about funding. There's just so much that goes into it. Mm. Um, and we, we there's the, the guy that is our original director who will be directing again. He is the one that spearheaded this entire effort. Yeah. And so he just re he was a um, major uh, executive over at Paramount uh, Studios, the only black one forever. And then once he left there, he created his own um, production company. But that's my point. Like it had to come full circle. He had to have certain things in place and had to have um, a, uh, a game plan that was feasible that wasn't just a pie in the sky like oh i hope one day it was more like okay this has been put in place so ain't no hoping we got this we're moving forward with this um so yeah it's very close i don't know exactly when we're supposed to start shooting i don't even know what network we're deciding to go with but i do know that there's a bit of a bidding war going on right now mm. so yeah, I mean, I would just ask you guys to pray for God's will and see what happens. Hey, man, we here Thanks for it. We are here for it. Absolutely. Um, in, That's in, what's up. In, the, in, the, in this age, like, well, t the world is different in 2020 than it was in 2000. So do you think, uh, with most people getting their, their music videos from YouTube and things of that nature, do you think CD right. could even compete in this market space or would they have to reinvent her and how they would present her? Like, how do you think that would go? Yeah, the good news with that is, bro, we're far from stupid. So, yeah, we, I'm sorry, I'm just being an asshole. Yeah, no, we know that there's no way that she could come back and just introduce music videos. That would never fly. Like, no corporation, I mean, no broadcasting network streaming service would co sign that because they'd be like, yeah. where's the audience for that? That, yeah, that's, um, so, that sucks because that's a dope concept and no one is literally doing that, though. Yeah, because it's played out. If you can get your videos on demand, why would you mm. tune into a television show that shows you what they want, which videos they want you to see? You mm. can pick and choose which videos you want to see as often as you want to see them, as many times in a row as you want to see them. Like, 
yeah, that, that that wouldn't be economically too sound because it's just a different world, as you said. And because you can pick and choose based on your own preferences, you might tune in every blue moon just to see what Cedar has to say. But that wouldn't be the driving force behind it. So, yeah, to answer the question, we, we have considered and we might. Um, it hasn't been decided yet. We might put like a, a segment in there every blue moon to show videos just on some TBT shit. Um, but for the most part, she has grown in, oh, my God, exponentially. First of all, she bad as a motherfucker. She don't look like that little, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants chick. You know, <laughs> see the, the first one was shaped like a little uh, juice box, if you ask me. So, um, much like my own damn shape. <laughs> but yeah, she she's not. Um, yeah, she's evolved. She bad as shit. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, she got. It's a lot going on, and she chocolate with like these like greenish kind of like a Regina King's eyes, like mm, that. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, so she bad, and um, yeah, we've just. I mean, the segments you would be amazed at what we've come up with, and the the fact that te- technology has come so far means that we have. I mean, the sky's the limit as to what we can do with her. Red carpet events she will show up at. Uh, press junkets she will be at. We'll finally like. She got a badass house with a group of girlfriends, so we'll meet her friends. She has pets. Mm. Um, just m- way more interactive. And let's be clear. The old Sita knew that she was a virtual reality character, whereas this new Sita, she's confused. She thinks that she's one of us. So mm. she uh, moves like okay. that. So if someone were to reply to her or respond to her in such a way that was just like, all right, you know, stay in your lane. You know, you, you virtual. You over there in that world, but you can't be one of us she would be very offended because bitch i just sat down to dinner with you so fuck you like she can just put herself in any scenario at this point on a plane you know like one of the very first shoots that we are hoping not all of us are on board with this idea but one of me and one of the other uh ep executive producers thought about uh giving her some grills right but like some real like some sexy joints not some over the top fucking you know, Takashi 6ix9ine dumb shit. More like, you know, <laughs> something cute, you know, on the bottom. Some old Beyonce type shit, you know, where you can't see it unless you look in, blah, blah, blah. So we suggested that, and uh, yeah, that didn't go over well, so we're trying to convince <laughs> uh, our EP that we should go down. And we, our our suggestion, you know, we, we put the extras on it. We was like, just think, we could put seat on a plane, we can show that whole situation, and then once she lands in Atlanta, because that's her destination, she goes straight to Paul Wall's house. Wait, is it Paul Wall or Paul? I always get them mixed up. Not Paul the basketball Wall. player. Paul Wall. It's Paul Wall, right? The, Paul the Wall, rapper. Yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. The Paul Wall shop, and get this nigga to just, you know what I'm saying, create her something fresh to death. Like, that whole process. She can be interviewing him while he's doing it, and he mm. creates the teeth casts, and yeah, so we, we, you know, fingers crossed, we'll see how that goes, but that's my point. Like we're that ambitious to be able to just take her on a plane and fly her to a whole another city mm, so, in order to have so w- the w- interview. You know. We'll see the we'll see the age. Um, that is a good question. Oh, you mean in terms of the new character? Will she be aged from the old one? Yeah, will she be aged from the old one, or would it we're be not like trying a to cartoon, make her look like 20. she always? Okay. Yeah, no, no, she can't. We can't realistically make her look like you know a baby. Like she only. It's only been like two, three years, but she's not. Put it this way: she Angela Bassett on that ass. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm. So there we go. You okay. know, she might have that age, but boo, you'll never know. You can't look at her and be like, "Oh wow, I'll see to you." Yeah. Plus, melanin, nigga, we don't cry. She gonna be fine. No, I, I know that. I was just saying, like, when she come back in twenty years, it's like it's twenty years later. What it is twenty years later, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Um. 
every time I think about it, I just cringe like, damn, I'm old. Yeah. Uh, but no, I not in that same capacity. She's fly as fuck, and she's given all of the Angela Bassett with the, you know, she has a d- deeper understanding of the world and how it works, and I'm sure a lot of her uh, dialogue will be more, um, yeah. what's the word, uh, seasoned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know she won't but but that don't mean that in the right situation she won't still jump out there and be twerking on that ass hey. you know she's <laughs> yeah she's well-rounded bro she got a lot of accolades she's been through some things uh-huh. so she can come from a different um vantage point yeah um be, speaking mm-hmm. on so your career with bet as a whole right i would mm-hmm. say you were part of bet's golden era heyday for sure <laughs> yeah a lot of people refer to it as that i can see that um because your character was virtual, I don't see a lot of people um, calling you by name, right? What do you mean? So what it, you it's, mean? it's just it's just Sita, but not the woman oh. behind it. I'm just speaking on my experience. Oh, 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 my experience oh yes, only. I understand. I didn't know where you were going. Yes, sir. So does it does this, has it ever bothered you, or um, because you aren't mentioned with the likes of people? of the VJs with the with their real names like the AJs and Freeze and mm-hmm. the Big Tiggers the hits the mm-hmm. hits from the streets does it did it ever bother don't you Don't forget Joe Claire don't forget Joe, Joe Claire, Claire. Yeah, yeah shout out to Joe Claire That's my nigga Cleezy. go ahead <laughs> Did it ever bother you that you weren't mentioned by name That's so funny that that's a great question thank you so thoughtful um yes it bothered me in that time now of course it doesn't bother me because it's paying homage right or yeah. maybe i shouldn't use that great of a word okay y'all yeah, agree. Definitely I, I just, i'm not that pompous bitch i don't want to be yeah they pay on no but um yeah now it's not a big deal at all obviously because they do know my name and people are interested in knowing my name um it was an issue for me then because that was BET's narrative. That wasn't the people's narrative mm. in that they wanted to know who I was. We got many, 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 many letters because back in the day, you know, at that time, we talking about people really took time to pen and paper shit and yeah. grab a stamp. You know what I mean? So yeah. we got hella letters, especially from jail. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah we got a we had our own bag full of mail just from jail. That would be the funny shit. But yeah, we've never, because it's come so far, we didn't have Oh, Lord, this is the realness. We didn't have internet, y'all. We didn't yeah. have, there was no social media things going on. So we didn't have right. that kind of back and forth you or whatever. But everybody right. was interested. No but BT would not allow it. <laughs> Stephen did. Hill was very adamant that uh, she should never be revealed. And that was part of the mystique. And, yeah. you know, to, to, to the point, and I love this story because it really just bring, puts it all in perspective. Free got her cards, right? Her business cards that BT provided. Yeah. We, we, she and I shared a dressing room at some point, at one point. And she came in the room one day, I remember, and showed me that she got her card. So I was like, well, fuck, mine down there? She was like, I guess. Go ask, you know, Dania. So I go downstairs and ask Dania. <laughs> and Dania <laughs> said, here you go. Gave me my cards. I read, okay, Free said, Free, uh, co-host, 106 and Park BT. Mine said Cedar, Cedar's World BT. Oh, they treat you said, like a wrestler. Mm, oh. Right, right. I said, I'm sorry, <laughs> where's my name? Like Kitty and Host. And they were like, well, why would we give you cards with Kitty on them when Kitty is not the host? Cedar is. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Mm. Did I miss something? Uh. Well, then you know what? 
do this for me. Tell that bitch Cedar, go, go <laughs> get down. Right. Tell her to rock out and I'll be at home if you need me. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, what are you talking? That just literally, that's not even logical. So, needless to say, that that that's a great example, right? To just kind of yeah. put it all in perspective. They just we used to say ridiculous shit. Like, nobody knows who Fred Flintstone is. Nobody gives a fuck who Fred Flintstone is. Except people in, like, the voiceover world. Like myself now, now that I'm entrenched in voiceover, I'd be very interested to know who's, uh, who does, yeah. you know, uh, Fred Flintstone or anybody else for that matter. Any of these uh, iconic characters. But at the time, they just shut it down. And there was a lot, let's be clear, they, they was fucking with my coin. That's really what that boils down to, in my opinion. Mm. You know, I'm not here to bash anybody. That yeah. shit was 20 years ago. I don't harbor any ill will. I don't have any resentment about it. But the fact of the matter is, and it is a fact, that, you know, the AJs and the Freeze and the Tiggers could go on stage and host, like, Spring Fling. Remember when they had Spring yep. Fling every yep. year? Yeah. Fuck yeah, they could do that. They could do whatever. They could show up and, you know, get paid to be at the club. You know, that's a big deal for you to go to the club and be on the mic and all that. And that's not to say that I was never asked. I think I was asked maybe twice in the four years that we were on the air. But can you imagine how many other opportunities I would have been able to take advantage of had they allowed that to be part of my narrative? And they just did not. Yeah. They thought that it was better to keep it a secret. So needless to say, that will not be the case this time around. Mm. I am going to be seated. Obviously, I'm playing the character. Well, that's not obvious. So I'm grateful that I'm playing the character. But in addition to that, I get other titles. I'm a writer. Yeah. I'm a journalist. So I'm writing the script and I am associate producer as well. So I already know every opportunity I get to say. And then, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that movement that just took place in order for um, they, everybody um, on the Internet was kind of beseeching <laughs> BET to make seat of the character for the BET Awards. Absolutely. This year, since yeah. It's one of yeah. So with that being said, a lot of people learned my name who may not have known prior to, mm. you know, and knew about me. And so that was pretty vicious to watch people. And I have to say, you know, whatever they decide to do, because I'm, Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Whatever they decide to do, I am honest to God. Oh, I just feel so good to be a grown-up. Honest to God, so impressed and so just my heart is so full with the responses that I was reading online that whatever they do, it don't make a difference to me. Like, obviously, I would love the gig. It would be a nice coin. It would be a great little uh, story to be able to tell and a great segue into bringing the show back, right, into yeah. that whole situation. That'd be awesome. But, you know, that's in a perfect world, and that's not where we live. We live in reality, so there's a very good chance that I, that they don't give it to me um, for whatever reasons. Who knows? I don't think it'll be personal. Yeah. But uh, let me just underscore the, the what I'm saying is have reading stuff like this woman posted something on Facebook. A friend of mine took a screenshot, sent it to me. She said, I'm an executive in the entertainment business. Who the fuck do I need to talk to to make this happen? Mm. Because this would just I mean, we would all be remiss if this was not on the agenda of BT. How dare y'all think of anybody else to do like went on a full on tangent, said my name. You know, but never tagged me. So yeah. she never added me. I didn't know this woman. I still don't know who she is. But that shit, the one, the one sentence that she said that will stick with me always. And I, ooh, she said, I, I know the kitty is out here working. So why wouldn't you? Like, it's a no brainer. That one sentence meant the world to me. Only because y'all, this is what we do as entertainers, right? Y'all can attest to this. Mm -hmm. Like, 
we are in the business of entertainment. We want to bring joy to the masses, but we want to work. We want to get paid for our talents and Absolutely. our skills and our abilities. Yeah. And so for her to recognize that a bitch ain't out here just twiddling their thumbs, telling her, well, I hope I get a job tomorrow. Like, yeah. nah, bro. Like, I'm grinding my ass off in the arenas that are for me. So the blessing is that, yes, I booked a number of really notable roles in the voiceover community yeah. on some major platforms. Mm. I have done some hosting with some major people. I've had my own radio show in a couple of different markets. That shit is important to me. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that she recognized that and didn't even at me, come on, man. That shit, my heart was full. That and then having this other cat <laughs> tell me, check this out, if they don't make you the host, Nigga, we boycott. Hey, oh, wait a minute, yeah. Because it's time, man. It's time for him to give you fucking flowers, man. Yeah, right. I mean. I, I, it's beautiful. I seen on the interview um, of you speaking on that and what you saying that you're working. Um, how was it the transition for you to go to Disney and to do the American Dragon character, the character on American Dragon? It was beautiful. I will say this about BT. It wasn't the. Again, I'm not here to badmouth anybody. I don't want to appear bitter. Talk your I'll shit. just say this. It was beautiful to be able to go to an organization that treated me very differently than I was treated at the first organization mm. that I worked at, which was BT. And again, no shade, no tea. Real talk is just to be I oftentimes and maybe it was my own internal feeling um, that wasn't based on truth. But I doubt that because I've heard many people say the same thing. <laughs> Um, I'm just saying, I'm just, cause I want to keep this light. Like I don't want it. I'm not in the, I don't want BT calling me telling me something with that. You know, I don't need no problems. Yeah. I'm just, this is how I felt that every day they wanted me to thank them for allowing me to be a part of that organization. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I started working with Disney and Nickelodeon doing boondocks on Sony, White folks came up out of the booth. You hear me? Writers, uh, directors, whomever was back there, um, giving me my notes and 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 you know helping me through the process they all said the same thing thank you for coming and i was done like what you mean thank you y'all niggas still gonna pay me right like what you mean <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm supposed to do did i miss something and they would be like no but it's important that you know that you are appreciated that we acknowledge mm, your contribution to this project mm, are yeah. you fucking kidding me whereas these people was like you better straighten up and fly right you can't drop no balls you can't do anything other than what we tell you you can do because you'll get replaced yeah. easy and it yeah. seemed like BET oh. would have gave you more credit because you was a writer of the show you was one of the writers you did create the background i never for got Cedar. that title though bro i mm. never got that title when i tell mm. you that i i co-wrote uh 90 of that show but i never you ain't see my name in the credits for a writer position Damn. ever did you yeah, wow. they didn't acknowledge that. They didn't make that a thing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's an interesting it was an interesting journey. But again, that's what made it so dope though. I'm glad I started out that way. You know what I mean? Can you imagine if I was treated quote unquote well or yeah. respected and then have to go to an organization where motherfuckers make you feel like you're less than? Yeah. That would have yeah. been a rude awakening. So it's you know, God is good. That's why it happened that way. I'm convinced. Yeah. That it was all for the greater good. That, you know, this is one way of doing business. And then here's another way. And you're like, oh, shit, this exists. Yeah. You know, yeah. like literally the director coming out of the booth every time, you you know, your session is over and hugging you, loving you up. And you get free lunch while you're there. And y'all kiki in. You know, that's 
beautiful thing. It's a very different experience. We need to talk about free lunch that. around here too, man. Hey man, that nigga broke, man. We know why we ain't getting no free lunch. Broke, man. Yeah, hey, look, I'm broke. We saving up for first class tickets around here. So much, man. Yeah, right. Spirit Florida. I can't afford a relationship. I don't even know what you niggas talk about. Um. So oh, how was shit. it? How was it working on the Boondocks? Oh, that was awesome. That was, I mean, again, that that was just such a blessing. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Carl Jones. He's a big deal um, in this in the TV world. He uh, started out at Boondocks. He co-wrote it with uh, Aaron Magruder. Um, he was one of the major uh, illustrators on there, and he voiced Magnificent. Mm. Mm. Excuse me. So. He went on to do amazing things. He's actually a showrunner for The Last OG right now. Um, mm-hmm. He worked on so many other shows that he's been a showrunner for um, in terms of animation. And um, so, yeah, because we're friends, you know what I'm saying? Me, him, and Atheon Crockett, we're supposed to do a show together that eventually ended up getting shelved because, um, you know, things happen and uh, they greenlit it and then they didn't. And, you know, there was a change in the guard where there was a new president. And, uh, all three of us kind of went on to do other projects so we didn't have the time but the point is that he is an amazing human being again just good person and he's extremely talented so he just gave me that yeah. role i actually didn't even have to audition mm. for the characters that i did on um on boondock so that was a blessing tsa and you know the sweetest taboo yeah and being a a, a pimp named slick backs <laughs> that was always you know appreciated so uh yeah, it, it, you know, those those roles, some of them I had to audition for, some I did not. But either way, it's always a testimony or, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a, a nod to your talents and your skills and your abilities. And everybody, like, you know, needs acknowledgement. If okay. nothing else, motherfucker want to feel like they in the game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I got a question that is, is completely different from what we've been talking about. Um, uh-huh. It's two-parter. First of all, Mambo Sauce. I want you to talk to me about Mambo Sauce because <laughs> I haven't tried. Two, I want you okay. to talk to me about, about Black DC, about Chocolate City, not the there DC you go. we see on TV. Already. Well, if you go to the district, make sure you say it right. It's Mambo with a U, boo. Mumbo. So not okay. Mambo. Yeah, okay. it's Mambo Sauce. And I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about it or whatever. Mambo Sauce, the bomb. Okay, you am... I guess everybody, <laughs> like all the local motherfuckers, probably sell it now. But back in the day, when we used to go to the curry out, because I don't know what y'all what y'all call it. It ain't a curry out over there. Like y'all Barbecue? call it the Chinese place. Chinese, no, like when you Chinese go to the uh, Chinese joint. Yeah, it's the Chinese spot. You know where the, yeah. they had the uh, the bulletproof glass and all that, and they don't got no chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you can't sit down. You just order your food and then you leave out. No, we just yeah. got hood spots. What y'all call them? Hood spots. Yeah, we got hood, hood spots. spots. That's it. Sure. All right, but we call them curry outs because <laughs> you curry it out. <laughs> so um, that's primarily where they have mumbo sauce to begin with, but it is beyond delicious. There's different variations. It's not like one recipe across the board, but it's like a red sauce. It's pretty thick, and it has like a kick to it. It's not necessarily spicy, but it has like a nice little kick. Mm. And for the most part, uh, that's what we used to do. Go to the curry out, get four wings, French fries, marble sauce, um, salt and pepper, uh, ketchup on that fries, and then you get a hot links and you get a, a half a half, which is basically an Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just took me back. I miss home so Who much. Who got the best mumbo sauce in the city to you? 
again, like it kind of just depends on, you know, I mean, it's a lot of curry outs that have really good mumbo sauce because it started there, but other fine dining restaurants now that they want to be so DC, they've created their own version. So I'm sure it's pretty good with that. There's a barbecue spot that I dig so much. Um, and of course I cannot remember the name. <sighs> I don't know. It's on Florida Avenue. <laughs> no, is it Georgia? It's on Georgia Avenue. And it's really, really, really good. North Capitol in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just depends. I mean, you know, I, again, I've been gone for a long time. So, you know, I haven't had a chance to go home and taste and decide, you know, which is better than what. Mm. So I don't know. Okay. So but now Black D.C. Talk to us about Black D.C. Like Chocolate City. I want to know about it. Okay. What, I mean, you got to ask me specific questions. Like, I, what do you mean? I'm, I'm from Vegas. I, I'm not, I've never really gotten to see the city, but I just I know that, you know, most people, they think of D.C., they think of the Capitol Building, they think of the Washington Monument, they think of all these, you know, they think about the D.C., the Capitol, where all the laws are made, where the politicians are at. I want, I want to know about the D.C. you come Chocolate from. Chocolate City. Yeah, I want to know where you come Your from. Your experience. I wanna, yeah. I mean, okay, so I grew up primarily um, in what they call Uptown or Northwest. Um, ugh, my mother worked really hard to make sure that despite where we lived or what we were involved in or what her job was, that she made sure I had a really good education. So I went to a school called National Cathedral School, which is, again, uptown. So my, let me just say this. My experience was primarily around white folks during the day. You know, like I went to these schools and I went to these uh, through the um, uh, uh, Washington School of the Ballet, you know, just very like upper crust type shit. But I came home to the semi-hood. It wasn't full on hood. I can't say that. But it was very a lot of um mixed ethnicities it's called mount pleasant and adams morgan is the area that i grew up in for the most part and then before we left my mother and i both moved here she had bought a house in southeast which is southeast is known as the quote-unquote hood for real hood um but there's lots of beautiful parts of southeast and matter of fact the house she bought like our backyard was literally like the forest you know what i mean so there has to mm. be yeah. Some, yeah, it was dope. Yeah. But then you turn that corner, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when number liquor stores and niggas out there nodding. So it just depends on um, you know, your perspective, I guess. I think that um I don't I mean, I'm just trying to think about it in terms of what I mean, I went to I was in cheerle I was a cheerleader uh in the hood. That was always fun because I lived, as I said, in North in uh, uh Mount Pleasant. So around the corner was this elementary school when I was still in elementary school that had uh, a huge cheerleading squad, like we used to go on, um, what do you call it when you compete? Competitions, duh. We used to go to competition <laughs> and, you know, that's just my memory. That's what I remember the most about, like, of course we had, you know, ice cream trucks and we had corner stores that we would get penny candy and go in there and play Miss Pac-Man all night. Um, penny candy. And the good news was I felt like, I definitely felt like I code switched a lot, but I didn't know that term, obviously, as a child. So, like, all of my friends at school, like, I'd go to their house, and it was, like, literally, like, oh, my God. Like, they lived on top of a hill, and, like, you had to go through, like, a gate to get there, and, like, they had pools and stuff. And, like, their parents, like, worked in the government in these high official <laughs> capacities. So it's just a different world, you know what I mean? But I cold switched. I, I was fine in that world, too, because I had grown up in it. Like, that was my 
bag or my experience as well. And then I would come home and I felt like I kind of let my hair down for lack of a better term. And, you know, now that I think about it, the dope shit is I really didn't internalize it at the time. So I didn't see it as offensive or anything. But now, of course, that I think about it, you know, sitting between my mama legs and having her braid my hair and then going to school and having the white girls be like, oh, my God, can I touch it? And who did your hair? And, you know, all that stupid shit came with the territory but um they were my friends so i didn't mm. think of it as offensive or like they were trying to be you know uh, asshole about it and like push my buttons i just that's all i knew so that was the cool part but i always i mean that's the blessing my mother she made sure there was a balance so i i, I always like i said i was a cheerleader with you know with the with the kids in the neighborhood and i was uh, um we played jacks and we did double dutch and we um you know went to the corner store like i said and got 25 cents y'all got uts or is that a dc what, thing what is it That's, called uts u-t-z what, it's potato it? chips Oh, oh no! We have them. Okay, so we got them. They're like smaller stores, like not in the regular stores. Ugh. Like, dude, you see what you mean? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got saying some of the hood spots. No, because the chips in the chips in the smaller stores come. Uh, they're just. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you laughing me out, bro? Like you have uh, never no. tried the bear bomb. Uh, uh. They call like, yes, our, our hood chips mom. are like big ass pieces of rice. <laughs> Who the fuck told you that? You just made that up. Oh man. <laughs> you no are fucking, so full of it. No Whatever, fucking. bro. You are so full of it. So, so we we're coming from DC and you've seen like both sides, I guess. You've seen the hood and then you've seen the upper class in, in DC and then um getting to Boondock. Like, did you get to meet John Witherspoon or Regina King or any other I did legendary? not, but that happened. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, not. I met Regina King at an audition. I mean, uh, yeah, at an audition one time, just on GP. I um, not because of Boondocks. And the other thing with that too is, uh, with voiceovers, very, very rarely are you in the booth at the same time. Oh, Most wow. of the time, it's very lonely. Yeah, you do your part and then you go home. Yeah. Like if they call for a whole. Um, uh, um, not a collaboration. What's the word? Like, uh, if the whole cast is there, yeah, it's a big, big deal because not only is that super expensive, because it's going to be a lot more stop downs. It's going to be a lot. I mean, we're having to interact and play off of each other. Whereas with the other, when you when you in there by yourself, you're just playing off of what you assume the character is going to do or how the director suggests that you do certain things or. You know, it's more of a it's more of a it's a standalone process for sure. But then the director kind of helps navigate it for you. So if you're able to like record against another actor, that's a big fucking deal. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I never. But I, again, I met John Witherspoon too, but just not on the set, not in any. No, you just come in, you you have your script, you go in the booth, you know what I mean, and then the voice directors on the other side, and the engineer, and sometimes the writer. So, so and they just walk you through it. So your job as a whole is like a a lone. It's more of a lonely experience. It can be. You know, a lot of voiceover actors says that they say that they find it to be lonely. Um, I mean, there are definitely other people there. So I personally don't think it's lonely. I be, I would. You know, in a perfect world, my desire would be to have the whole cast there. I mean, we could be better. We're literally actors, so we want to play off each other and um, make sure that 
even like any ad libs or whatever that we do are indicative of the character, but also of the scene itself with other characters. So that would be amazing. But I don't really feel lonely because there it's not like I'm going in the booth by myself. If I was recording from home for everything I did, yes, I, I can see how that would take its toll. Yeah. But I'm walking in there with people that I respect and that I like. And like I said, we kiki, we laugh or whatever. So even though they're not actors, they still human beings. So I'm good. Y'all don't get to find extra scenes like the other actors, like when you see the after the movie, how they was playing, right. and messing up. How like, they had the parts yeah. that had to be cut. Yeah, like the out, outtakes is what they're called. Yeah. I, uh, no, nah, we don't get many outtakes. I mean, if we did do a reel of outtakes, it probably would look kind of lonely because you're the only one in there. So, yeah. like us flubbing our lines or something. But they, they do that, right? Like Toy Story did that yeah. and showed Tom Hanks fucking up his lines once or twice or like, What's homeboy's name? Her, her, her. He used to have that show. Her, her. Remember he did that on that show? <laughs> What's his name, y'all? What's his name? Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen. What was that oh, show shit. he used to do? Oh. Home Improvement. Yes, Home See, y'all so helpful. Thank you. And that's what he used to do, right? Her, her. <laughs> um, How did... um. So the industry as a whole, I see you and Peppa have a really great friendship. You two look yeah, just alike. Don't... You two look just alike to, well, what? yeah, y'all did. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all used to. What? 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 <laughs> Why do you think we look alike, bro? We don't look alike. <laughs> I, I mean, y'all, y'all did, and then, you know, I mean... Look, I don't want to be disrespectful. You just made that up. I don't you want to be disrespectful because, you know. You literally just pulled that No, out you do. Y'all, y'all used to, like, you know, pre. Why do you think that, bro? Pre-knife. Was it hairstyles or what? Like, pre-knife? Oh. <laughs> said pre-knife. Pre-knife, they looked like. <laughs> no. I mean. Like, push it. I push it. don't see was, was that, little... but if you say so. Oh well, shit! Hey, look! Hey, look, man! Hey, garbage man! You, you know, our compliments don't mean you broke, bro, these days. broke nigga <laughs> question. <laughs> broke nigga question. Broke nigga questions. No, let's be very clear. No shade, no tea oh, at man. all, bro. Like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? She's a beautiful human being. Yeah. She's very generous. She's a good, good person. So I'm not like being like, eh, I don't look like her. I'm yeah. just saying I've never heard that before. I don't yeah. think that we resemble each other at all, mm. but. Again, it ain't no shade. I mean, yeah. she's she's beautiful. Do it's a pretty have there been anybody in the the industry when you were coming up, even now, that you were kind of like starstruck by? Um, I met Stevie Wonder one time. I was with Ludacris. He and I were doing a show mm. on XM Sirius. Okay, um, mm. called Open Mic, uh. and. Um, so he would often fly here to L.A. And then while he was here, you know, because he's a dope ass human being, we would hang out. So it wasn't just like meet me at the studio, get the job done. And OK, Kitty, bye. It would be like, what you doing? Come through. And, you know, we meet up at the hotel and kind of hang out. So me, him and I think it was only me, him and Chaka, uh, his manager, Chaka Zulu. Um, and it might have been Jeff, their brother, Jeff. Either way, we the three of us went and. um to went to some type of concert or situation and Stevie Wonder was there, baby. I couldn't get it together. Like I couldn't stop <laughs> fucking crying. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was on that type of time. Like, am I really crying? And the crazy part is, you know, Stevie Wonder is Stevie Wonder. So he kept being like, all right, um, all right, you, you get yourself together. Like, calm down. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be all right, mama. I, I don't, you, don't, you ain't got to do all that. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only star or celebrity that I've ever met and was just like, you know, couldn't pull yeah. it all together. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I've met a yeah. lot of people. They're just people. So, you know, hey, Luther, though. happy to meet them, especially if they're good, <laughs> if they're nice people. <laughs> what you say? Hey, yeah. hey, Luther. I mean, Steve Wonder Cool. He ain't Luther. Oh, man. No, Steve Wonder ain't Luther. You ain't even do we ain't doing right all that today. No. Nope. ain't Luther. <laughs> okay, so you you spoke about uh, doing the XM show with uh, Ludacris. Um, can you talk about basically your transition into uh, doing radio? Was it something that you did because you sound so well on voiceovers, or was it just something that you did to, you know, have a platform to express yourself? I'm so sorry, babe. I heard the last part of that, but not the first. So say again. Okay, so you you talked about doing the XM show with Ludacris. Uh-huh. Were, was your transition into radio something that you did because you sounded so well on voiceovers, like you had a great voice uh, for radio, or was it something that you just did to express yourself? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. I would I would not personally say that um, I have such a great voice. I hate listening to it, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Like, playback and shit, I'm always, like, you know, cringing, like, or it could be better. Yeah. You know, I don't like it. But I think we all have that <laughs> that issue to some degree. But um, yeah, I'd like to think that I'm talented enough to pull off a radio show by myself because I have a decent sounding voice. And more importantly than just the sound of your voice in radio is really about um, almost like the same shit in voiceover acting. A lot of times people think that because they're a good mimic, that they can mimic a character or do an accent or an impression that somehow they're ready for the voiceover world. And that's not really how it works. Like this is acting. Let's be clear. Like just because you can sound like you're from London doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get the part. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like literally (laughs) saying what the other person just said. So you're just mimicking. You're just like, Oh, I know this voice and I like it and I can pull it off. Sure. Maybe you can, but they can like give you lines (laughs) and expect that you can like, actually bring that character to life and you're not able because you're only thinking about what you've learned thus far whatever you'd like you know impersonated then it's not very effective is it so yeah it has to be acting yeah so sound like uh, one of the osborns (laughs) (laughs) so doing so with doing voiceovers um bond do you do you have like as far as because i know you you went to college you did the college thing and everything and you're journalist and all that what about young women that's trying to get inside of the business that you're in do you have anything like the, the pros and cons of getting inside of voiceovers, radio? Um, yeah, I'd probably get different advice for different genres. It just depends. If you're intending, if you're interested in being a voiceover actor, I would strongly suggest that you, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing that damn Google. I would really, honest to God, I would Google because there's just so many, there's many schools. Like 10 years ago, the opportunities that existed in voiceover did not exist when i you know you do the little round robin and everybody hi i'm kitty this is what i do da, 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 da. like i would say i was a voiceover actor and literally people would be like oh my god like established actors would be like that's so dope how did you get into it it's such a niche you know can you tell me how i should establish like working actors making good money did not understand that business or that element of it yeah. and um it's only after 
you know, as of late, everybody raises their hand when they're like, who does voiceover? Because there's just so many more avenues than there were 10 years ago. Like we only had animation or only like commercials. Now there's literally commercials, narration, uh, toys, um, you know, there's just so many ways that you can get into it. So you would have to determine for yourself first what aspect of that you wanted to um, explore, you know, what made the most sense for you and what, where you were most comfortable. Because um, even with the video games, right, like most video games require that you know how to hit a register that not the average person can hit. And that's what I'm still working on. Like, because in a video game, nine times out of 10, you're going to die, right? Like, there's a lot of fights, shoot up, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to learn how, as a woman, to either scream yeah. a lot or like, oh, oh, oh you're dying. Yeah. Or like, maybe my character, you know, they smoke, right? So you yeah. put a little smoker's voice on it. That's not hard. <laughs> that's yeah, Cedar and what Call of Duty like? would be dope. <laughs> yeah, right. Call of Duty would be dope. But I would, have to, I would have to genuinely figure out how to stay at that register for that yeah. long. Because you're not going in saying the line one time and leaving. It's acting. There are many, 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 yeah. many takes. There's yeah. lots of direction. Okay, maybe a little bit higher. No, 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 a little bit lower. Do it fast. Take this out. Put this in. Da 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 da. So it, I I would strongly caution that you know your own voice maybe listen to or watch some cartoons and mimic them yeah. just to see where you're comfortable with it um and again with the acting you know it's so funny <laughs> i met this young lady one time and we were in like a we worked together on like this i guess it was a film like this project whatever straight to video and we uh, were like, talking who ate the no, potato salad type shit it was just a one-off it was a one-off whatever I needed, <laughs> I needed some money and they were hiring whatever yeah. so um we were talking about voiceovers and she was like i can do that i've always wanted to do that i can totally do that and i was like that's what's up and i happened ironically to have one of the scripts because i had just come from an audition earlier that day with my agent and so i was like you know uh, why don't you read this and see, you know, if you feel comfortable doing that. And then maybe, you know, maybe I can introduce you to my agent. Maybe you can get a, your reel together and I can help you with that or whatever the case may be. That thing looked at him and was like, wait, this this is the direction down here. And I'm like, yeah, that's how sides work. The direction is in the bottom with the yeah. pair. I mean, with the, uh, what do you call them shits? The little, oh my God, I sound crazy. The little joints uh, uh, that you you put the half circles around the words. Oh my God, we, I sound We've never so seen ignorant. it. Yes, you do. Oh, the word. Uh, is it par <laughs> parentheses? No. Is it parentheses? Said, you're reading something. Parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, I never seen it. Hey, they it. call Shut joints. <laughs> Shit, we don't know it. They call joints. <laughs> right? You John, are all John. Hey, man, John. them joints. That's one of them joints. <laughs> them joints. <laughs> yeah, them joints right there. Them joints right there. Yeah. I <laughs> What the fuck they were called? Miss journalism over here, right? Uh, hey, man, shit happened. Okay, mine. This hood journalism, uh, baby. Whatever. The point is that when she was reading it, it was so flat, y'all. Yeah. She was like, wait, so I'm supposed to laugh? I can't laugh on cue. I looked at the bitch. I'm like, well, this is <laughs> acting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so confused right now. Yeah. Did you think that they were... What? Characters laugh. Yeah. And you... what? How, 
what? Like, she was like, no, I would have to think of something really fun. Like, I have to conjure this up every time. Well, then you're not gonna, this is not for you, boo. Just yeah. walk away. Yeah. Like, come on now. You. So there's a lot of misconceptions. So to answer your question, radio is gonna be way, and I know y'all know this, radio is way harder to get into um, than anything I've ever done. They oh, don't no. pay very well, but it is a lot of fun. It's probably one of my favorite mediums. Yeah. It's yeah. just not an easy, it's, it's, radio is, 90, is definitely 90% of who you know. Whereas those other joints, voiceovers and whatever uh, hosting that I do, that is uh, that doesn't have to be all about connections and yeah, uh, yeah. That can totally be based on you just submitting. They like in the way you look. They like you know what you bring to the table. You read the script well, whatever the case. Yeah. But radio, yeah, you got to get in there and know the PD, the program director. You gotta you know rub elbows with everybody down the line in the mm-hmm. show. Blah blah. Um, and then you have to hang it up. Right, right. You gotta be cool with all the street team, all that bullshit. So, yeah, that's what I would suggest is that you literally just Google voiceovers. There's so there's a plethora of information there, and you, you're going to need a reel. Let me just say that you're going to need an audio reel. And yeah. again, this is how different it is. Back in the day, you would have one reel, and it would include everything that you felt comfortable with. So, like, and it could only be like it was back in the day. Five minutes is what they consisted for. These days, it has changed considerably. So your reel should be anywhere from like three to three and a half minutes, as opposed to five, because motherfuckers just don't have that attention span anymore. Yeah, Truly, that's in everything now. Then that's in everything. Absolutely. Mm, sexy, um, yeah. And then, yeah, but even when you get in there and start doing your reel, like if you think that you'll be an amazing narrator of audiobooks, then your whole, you should have one reel just for that. Yeah. Just like maybe three to four, maybe probably two to three uh, examples of you reading a book and you felt comfortable in different, you know, voices and whatever, whatever. And then animation would be a different reel. And then, you know, uh, toys would be a different reel. So that's very costly, yeah. unfortunately, because, you know, depending on who you work with, they're going to charge you anywhere from 200 to 1000 1500 for a fucking reel. Mm. So it just depends, mm. you know? Yeah, I, um, I think it, it's, it's very refreshing. Throughout um, throughout this episode, um, we've highlighted a little bit of highs and lows, um, mm-hmm. along with you being able to get, uh, give us knowledge. Um, you know, it's, it's rare that someone that's been in the business so long is still able to give off the type of energy that you give. At least that I've, the two that I've come across. <laughs> um, because it's, it seems like the, the industry like will leave you very jaded. You can get very yeah. jaded because of the, the shit that goes on uh, behind closed doors. And so it's very refreshing to get this energy from you. Okay. And I, I, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's, that's a huge compliment, so thank you. But I just want to be sure that I understand what the compliment is. Like, what do you mean? People that you meet are just, like, dickheads or? Not dickheads, but just jaded. Jaded about the industry. The industry uh, will leave them extremely jaded. Like, man, you know, fuck this shit. Yeah, they ain't What? Dead. Fuck this shit? <laughs> I mean, oh, I know it, it, puts, it puts food on the table, but I know it's a lot of bullshit that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, but how dare you be like, fuck this shit when you are one of, you know how many people move to Los Angeles alone every fucking day to be the next big star? So for them to say like, yes, we want you for this role or yes, we believe in you or yes, please even come in for an audition. Let's be clear. Getting the job is a motherfucker. If I submit myself for 100 projects and I get called in 
for an actual audition for five, I'm killing it. Mm, and I mean mm. that with all sincerity. Like yeah, it's just the industry it's just mad crowded around this bitch. Yeah. Understandably. So to be like, yeah, I guess it's cool, you know, is is they're either very immature or very insecure or maybe a combination of both. But yeah, I don't know nothing about that. I'm fucking grateful every chance what I just tell I told you, if it works out with this hosting thing, then blessings. But if yeah. it don't, I'm cool with the fact that homegirl said Kitty is out here working. Y'all need to hide her. That's like, what yeah, see, you 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 wanted you wanted a few that look at the the positive. A lot of people um, in the industry that we have met would be mm-hmm. like similar to Regina King getting the, getting a major part of Boondocks, and you've been a voiceover actor for so long. Like, oh, they, oh, they just gonna give it to Regina King, and I've been here. You got a lot of people that feel like that. With hip hop well, and everything from you, what we met. Yeah, see, I, I'm sorry for interrupting. That's a bad oh, no, you good. You on. good. Um, so yeah, with that specifically though, let me just say this: I do feel a little bit of angst and a little bit of bitterness behind them giving roles to big names in like animation um, projects, especially motion pictures, full features. Like, check this the fuck out. I don't dislike that uh scarlett johansson brought she's very nice to look at she's dope you know what i mean she got a cute little shape she's beautiful and she's very good at what she does on camera yeah. she sounds like batman they, though bruh when they cast her i can't with you when she, and, uh, when they cast her in the role with uh, the Jungle Book, you know they made so many revisions of that damn classic. But the yeah. latest one is very like lifelike, even though it's animation. And they made her uh, the snake. Well, I don't know if they thought because she's sexy in real life that somehow she would be able to just pull that off. But when I tell you, I wanted to fucking pull my hair out listening to this. Bitch, like, <laughs> this is what y'all thought was the dopest snake. Like nothing is sexy about this bitch was on there talking to some. Uh, what's the bad? There I go again. Not knowing nobody's damn name. We just gonna call him John John because I don't John, know that John. little boy name in the movie. But John John, you know, she's supposed to be luring him, right? Like she's supposed to be turning him into, you know, come with me. And like being all super sexy and like yeah. being with a boy, I got you. But she means him harm. I didn't hear none of that. You know what I'm saying? This is a role, bitch. Take it seriously. Like <laughs> you needed to know exactly who this character is in order to bring her to life. And I just was not impressed. Do I love me some Dana Owens? Of course, who don't love Queen Latifah? But in my personal opinion, they should not have cast her as one of those big ass elephants. What are they called? With the tusks and the things. <laughs> and the, the, yeah. Y'all know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That they cast her in Ice Age. In Ice Age. As yeah. one of those. The um, mammoth. Yeah. Mammoth. And I was just, yeah. Yo, thank you. And all she she was like, okay, walk down the hill. Now I'll meet you at the top of the hill. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Did I make Hold up, bro. Seriously, this is what we're doing now. This is how y'all feel. So, yeah, I love me some Queen Latifah, but I just don't think that she was necessarily the right person for that role or maybe not voiceovers as a whole. So how did you so, feel about Beyonce as Nala? I think that she was Beyonce as Nala. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about, that's how I feel about Michael Beyonce B. Jordan. He plays Michael B. Jordan in everything. Yo, 
I'm just saying she's not an actress. And the fact that she keeps trying to succeed in that field, Ooh. I'm not mad at that, Ma. Like, Ooh. who the fuck am I to tell you not to mm. keep trying to do what you do? Yeah. You are, without question, hands down, unacquainted a queen when it comes to entertaining the masses with your sake with, uh, with your dancing yeah, with your, just your performance in general your singing i mean you're a beast in so many other arenas but when it comes to acting i personally just think you fall short the only role that i've ever seen her do that i was just like okay i'm not mad at that a little bit is uh cadillac uh records remember yeah. she did that john yeah. yeah. she played um uh a uh, 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 sexy ass the fuck is, see what I'm saying? I don't know nobody's name. Oh, but y'all know who I'm talking I thought you was going to say the, the musical with Makai Pfeiffer. <laughs> nah. Oh, my God. Hip hop opera. Yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, after that, oh, I was. Nah, bro. Nah. Oh, nah, 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 um, <laughs> Not hip hopper. Right. Hip hopper. There we go. No, I'm talking about when she did um, Cadillac Records with. Um, What's the lady name? Oh, Jennifer Hudson. It's a lot. No, 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 no. On Cadillac Records, she was. Uh, no, that's not Billy The Hall- singer. That wasn't Billy Holiday. Was no. Yeah, oh, the singer. The, she um, was a singer. She just passed. I think she just passed away not too long ago. Yeah, but she even said she was like, "I don't want Beyonce singing my song. I don't want her to play this role." Yeah, she was. She was very outspoken about it. Yeah, she was. But I mean, she's an older lady, and shit. At that age, she like, I say what the fuck I want to say. And plus, y'all hired this woman to be me, Eartha. No, not Eartha Kitt. Fuck. Anyway, I'll remember her name in a minute. Mm. I just, I mean, I'm not. I love Beyonce. It's not. I mean, Etta James. Etta James. I knew it was Etta James. Yeah, we didn't want Etta James as Nala, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, she's just not an actor. She's not an actor, in my opinion. She she did I in that movie, but she didn't like kill or nothing. I wasn't walking away going, finally, Beyonce done brought the man. You know, nah. Yeah. She yeah. was I, but yeah. you know, she's still Beyonce. I is a super compliment for her. It's cool. Um, so, so I was gonna, you know, before we got up out of here, I was really gonna ask you, like, you know, what is your legacy? But I think that's we don't even need to get there because it's still being written. And I think you you're about to have a for real like career resurgence. So many of the projects that you were doing are like coming back. Not only are they coming back, but the things that you have on the table that you spoke of already. So all of this combined, I think you about to for real. Um, yeah, you about to do some things, and we here for it. We here you for know, it. From your from your mouth to God's ears, babe. I'm working really, really hard on solidifying some some stuff. So um, yeah, you know what changed for me though, bro? Like once I started working on me, real talk, like yeah. internally and just trying to be the best version of myself. A lot of things changed for me because I don't put as much emphasis, as much energy, as much even time or, or thoughts into what I can't control. So it's a beautiful thing because when you are in this business, that's the first thing that people tell you, like you have to develop a tough skin because you're going to be told no way more than you're going to be told yes. So you just have to get used to that understanding and you might think you're oh, perfect boy, for the role, but clearly <laughs> since you're not making those decisions, you know, you can't decide who gets what. Yeah. And even better than and even better than that though too is the fact that a lot of for years people used to be like, Why the fuck are you waiting on Hollywood to give you like this amazing opportunity? Why are you, you know, pining for Sita when you're a smart cookie, like you could do whatever, like create your own shit. So it wasn't until YouTube took off the way that it did and you know before there was TikTok it was all about like uh music Lee and then before that you know it was uh I miss Vine. Remember Vine? Y'all yeah. was six seconds? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all of those shit. Yeah. These people 
able to, and mind you, my personal opinion, you know what I'm saying, Vine was funny as a motherfucker because yeah. it was only six seconds. If we would have given them niggas a minute, we might have been going side eye and the shit out of him. Like, nigga, that wasn't. What, what Man, see, that was see the on YouTube? We started, kill. Yeah. We started giving them a minute. You got um, DC Young Fly uh, end up getting bigger on right. Instagram than he right. had the, the 15 seconds. Then when he started getting a minute, it was like, he cool. <laughs> yeah, he is a funny guy. I enjoy his stand-up, to be yeah, honest with you. I do. But I, you're I, right, I there are a lot, especially them little white kids that was just like, they were finding shit, you know, and just like throw themselves down a fucking flight of steps and be like, oh, wasn't that funny? And I guess in the six seconds, the way that they framed it or edited or whatever, maybe it was funny. But if we give you five minutes, bro, we are mad that we can't get that five minutes back. Like, it's, it don't be, it's not, <laughs> nah, there's no sustenance. There's no sustainability. So I say that to say, once I start seeing people, you know, because I was under the impression that you had to have money to make money. And yeah, I was like, if I yeah. don't got a fat coin, you know, I can't afford to like hire a crew and do this and that. You don't need none of that. None yeah. of that. So with that being said, this is literally just up to me, my iPhone, and my imagination. Oh, I got this. So yeah. th that being said, now I have an animated series that that's a, I just was pitching that joint yesterday. I have an EP on board that's an award-winning um, um, illustrator. I have a partner um, that's a dope-ass human being and has written for many other um, great shows, uh, animated shows. I have um, – so, yeah, that's – a it's it's a dope-ass concept. It's, um, she's an assassin, actually. She is mm. a major – major stylist during the day you know what i mean like she'll be at beyonce's house all day getting her ready for the fucking golden globes or whatever yeah. and then that night she's literally watching the golden globes from her car waiting for her target mm. to you know come yeah. out of the hotel or whatever oh, that's yeah. what's up man Damn. So yes, it's bad, and she's black and Asian, so she's one of them Blasian bras. We, you know, I think it's pretty badass. Um, that's one project. I have another that's a dramedy, um, you know, based on drama and fucking really dark humor. That's dope as fuck. Award okay. again, award-winning uh, producer that I'm working with. So I just feel like it. It really is just up to you to create your. Finally, I'm of the mindset and understanding that I can do that. So I just feel like. I can't attach myself to too much of this shit because at the end of the day, I can create my own narrative. I, I got this. Like, Bingo. I'm on, though, as far as I go, it's completely up to me. There is no, even being a black woman, now that appears to be changing. So, you know, I'm going to ride that motherfucker. Just for the record, I'm going to ride that bitch to the wheels fall off. This whole, <laughs> this whole pandering that they're doing uh, of us yeah. and like, oh, she's black. We'll just give her... Even yesterday, when I went to go pick the equipment up from Afterbus, normally you have to sign that shit out and you have to find somebody in Afterbus to go with you that's a camera person and all this. Not only did I, they wave me away when I said, where's the paperwork to sign? I was like, y'all do know the person running this camera is not from Afterbus, right? Like, that's okay with y'all? And it was like, um, well, you said he's a professional. We trust you, Kitty. Now you trust me. Ain't yeah, that a bitch? Three months ago, you ain't trust a bitch. But, but I'm a black person, so now I'm trusted. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Like I said, I'm a ride that look. I'm oh, I get a free meal because I'm black. Whatever works, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me a free meal, bitch. Yeah. It ain't like I don't deserve it. Me and my people been over here picking cotton for a minute. So yeah. yes, I will take that free meal. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know. But I, um, I, I just but, really hope that you uh get the uh video game character because before we <laughs> spoke about uh you know the heyday of you know BET, uh, which prompted us to reach out, um. The character that made me think of your character, Sita, was actually uh -huh. a character in the Grand Theft Auto V 
story. What? Yeah, and, and to a point where, you know, I'm pretty sure, obviously I don't know the creators, I'm pretty sure Sita is what inspired that character because it's, it's damn near to a T. Um, so uh, I, I'm a big proponent of making sure credit goes where it do, where it's due. So, you know, I really hope you get that. Um, but can you tell us which character of yours that you're most proud of that you did? Oh, um, most proud of. Great word. I would have to say Cedar's the one I'm most proud of in terms of its success record. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's unwarranted. Anything else that I've done, I don't. I mean, it might measure up, but not really um, in terms of the big picture. So I have to say I'm pretty proud of that um, accomplishment. Uh, but that is a great question. What am I most proud of? Um, hmm. Honestly, every role that I've done has been somebody else writing the script for besides Sita, yeah. where I shared that I co-wrote it. But everything else has been somebody else's vision and somebody else's bringing it to fruition. So I think looking forward that I probably will be most proud of the situations that I've created for myself. You mm -hmm. know, the projects okay. that I can share with you guys. Absolutely. I can see that being a huge source of pride for me because that's, you know, start to finish. That's my shit. I wrote it. I produced it. You know what I mean? Whatever it took to make that shit happen. Yeah. I did that. So mm -hmm. no question about it. I, um, I'm looking forward to being able to say, oh, you know, have you seen my show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're on Quibi or we're on wherever. And, yeah, we making shit happen. Quibi. That's how you say I, it. Yo, bro. <laughs> I'm so that. ready yeah. to be over at Quibi. Qu Quibi has been joint for him for a couple years now. <laughs> oh, I fucking man. live for Quibi, bro. Oh, like, Quibi that is so dope. Shit is, just because every time it comes up in any kind of conversation, People are all they get so hype about it. It's just yeah. such a good look. Mm, it's yeah. a really good look. Well, and all the cool kids are over there. I want to be with the cool kids. Well, uh, Queen Kaboom, we uh, <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, we are behind you uh, 100% of the way. Um, hey man, we can't we we can't wait to see you actually out. You we, you're gonna be out here doing big things, and we can't wait to see it. Um, oh, where can you, where can everyone find you at? I am on uh, Instagram as Kitty Kaboom, K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M, um, just my name. And on Twitter, I'm Kitty Meow. And on Facebook, I'm Kitty Kali. So check me out. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys' time and your patience. You've been so patient. Oh, man, it was, it was, it was, it was worth it. It was extremely worth it. That's what's up. <laughs> Thank you. All right, All right let's keep in touch, my niggas. Oh, always. Yeah, home. yeah. Always. All right, that's All right. what's up. Thank you so much. All right, peace. Bye. Have a great day. You too. Hey, that was dope, man. That was a great. That great was dope. Dope. That was fucking dope. Yeah, it was. She's spicy. I like it. Man. Hey, look, look. Hey, not on no, not on no, uh, no freaky shit. No, but man, <laughs> a drunk episode. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, she was spilling, and I would be here for it. Yeah, oh, it was a dope ass show. <laughs> dope ass show. I don't know if I'm, I don't know how excited I am about uh, cartoon Karuchi is Colombiana, but fuck it, I'm, I'm supporting you. Cartoon Karuchi. Hey man, look. Hey. They ain't, hey, the, uh, the Asian homies ain't had nobody since Jet Lee, though. <laughs> Why she got to be Asian and black, though? Like, well, you could just, she could just be one or the other. <laughs> the Blazing joint.
Yeah, I was. You, know, you ain't feeling that? I'm feeling that. I want to see uh, a few blazings. Um, report to my DM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, man. We enjoyed it. I hope y'all did too. We up out of here. Shout out to Miss Kaboom. Peace. Shout out to all you other broke ass. Uh, hey, <laughs> fuck y'all, man. And niggas who just buy Jordan just to buy Jordan. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Oh, we over here right now. You know what I mean? I hate y'all. Peace. Peace.